it's time for the May 3rd, 2013 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review, an interpretive guide to current events broadcasting from the campus of the University of California at Irvine in the backyard of the Double Wide at KUCI 88.9 FM. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Casper. Arr, 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 arr. We interrupt Mahler's barking to bring you this special report. A Russian court rejected a petition for early release of one of two jailed members of the Russian feminist punk group Pussy Riot. Yeah, I heard about that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Tell me more, Nathan. Nadia Tolokonikova mm-hmm. nice. has been imprisoned in a penal colony known for its harsh treatment. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was like up to, at the top. If, you know, as far as Russian penal colonies go, you know that top ten list that yeah. they publish every once in a while? Yeah. Top ten harshest Russian yeah, penal yeah, colonies. I, I, yeah. Right at the top, this mm-hmm, one. Mm-hmm. She's serving a two-year sentence there uh, for their protest against uh, Putin, mm-hmm. Putin, the uh, Russian leader Putin, at a, at a Moscow cathedral last March. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Oops, sounded sorry. like a respectful enough um, demonstration. Demonstration. Yeah, yeah. I mean, was... they were being disrespectful to Putin, but they weren't being that disrespectful to the religion they were they were showing irony yeah it was you know kind of a cool protest Mm -hmm. uh nadia tolakonikova nice who reportedly suffers from persistent headaches has been hospitalized Mm -hmm. uh too she's also been hospitalized was denied early release after a judge said she had not always adhered to the prison's rules Mm -hmm. and what you may ask. I would like some, to know what rules we're well, talking about. Well, for one thing, she didn't say hello to a prison official. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, it's harumph. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what you want to do. That's what, you know, they, they're trying to train the punks over there. Yeah. Say, These punks need to be more respectful. Mr. Prison Official. These punks need to be more respectful. And refusing to go for a walk. That was the other thing she did. Well. Yeah. I mean, no That's wonder. Serious yeah, business. seriously. Okay, well. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Is it, it was, worth commenting? You no, know, those crazy Russians. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a political prisoner. There's no doubt. They're about almost it. as They're, unreasonable as uh, the Obama administration is toward whistleblowers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Almost. Almost. North Korea sentenced a U.S. citizen and human rights activist to 15 years of hard labor. Now, the U.S. citizen, you know, it's not, we'll qualify that. It's Kenneth. Kenneth Bay mm-hmm. is accused of committing unspecified crimes against the state, which I have often been accused of. <laughs> well, actually, I've, I can bear witness to the specific crimes that I know you've been that you've yeah. committed, but I'll leave hey, that. Yeah. A native have... of South Korea, Bay is a naturalized U.S. citizen. Mm-hmm. He's naturalized. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and he's yeah. I, I guess that's I, I don't know exactly what it means to be naturalized, but I think you know you, it's not like he's certified uh, through a process of citizenship. Mm-hmm. He just came here and and just through the natural course of him being here at a specific time. I think that's what it means. Okay, I'm anybody I, who wants to debate me. I, I think it just means he went through the process. He the was, email he, is was info. Born, he was born in Korea and he came naturalized. here and, and he was naturalized. Bay was detained after taking pictures of starving children. Which, of course, is a punishable offense. Well, see, you, know? you really have identified some of the real crimes that, that are the rampant crime that's being committed yeah. all over the world. People not saying hello to prison officials. officials refusing to go for a walk. walk and yeah. now taking pictures. Taking I mean, these pictures are some, of starving children. These yeah. are heinous crimes uh-huh. here that we're... He will likely be used as a bargaining chip should the U.S. and North Korea hold talks. Yeah. That's 
By the by the way, I believe he was a tour guide. That's why he had access to. Really? To the North, yeah, he was a tour guide, and they found out that he had been taking pictures. Oh, kind of a sneaky tour guide. Kind of a sneaky. I thing understand. That he did. New discoveries of the way plants transport important substances across their biological membranes. Okay. To resist toxic metals and pests, increase salt and drought tolerance, control water loss, and store sugar. Uh, have profound implications for increasing the supply of food and energy for our rapidly growing population, mm -hmm. a report states. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. in other words, they're, they're finding out things that plants do mm -hmm. as they uh, transport stuff across their old membranes. Does that, that translate that, into things that we can Yes, as a matter of fact, they're, they're hoping it does. Okay. Uh, the, that's the conclusion of a 12-member plant biologist panel from around the world whose laboratories recently discovered important properties of plant transport proteins that collectively could help with our uh, our uh, food problem here on earth okay well so yeah, okay there so you go. Just, go i mean there is there is there's the other side to the story well i think just last week we were talking about by 2050 we're all going to die right yeah. Go science. Yeah, go science. Yeah, Cheer that's... on some of these, even though they might not be the most natural way to feed ourselves. We might be talking GMOs. The uh, alternative might be starvation. I, I just recently saw somebody on TV, on the TV box, and talking about how he feels that if we can just figure out a, a – there is a plausible way to make dirt more um, receptive to the – the heat that's coming into the planet now. Okay. That we so can, we're going to use it as a sponge for global warming? We can reverse. He's confident that by treating the soil, we can reverse the effects of global warming. He said it's doable. It's it's practical yeah. science. And it's, in the meantime, we'll all have hot feet. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah there's a problem with all these solutions, and even with this one that I just mentioned, yeah. too. Yeah. The The... There's got to be this. There's some other blowback on this too. Yeah, maybe. You, you get yeah. this. You get this figured out. You get that. You know yeah, that yeah. that uh, you're you're putting something in the uh, in plants around the world that will that you've learned about through this membrane transport research. Yeah. And next thing you know, people the, or babies are being born with two heads. Right. No, I I, I yeah, but. We'll I oh, I'm just negative thinking I hope, here. I hope. I hope you're wrong. But okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Iraqi authorities mm -hmm. from Iraq mm -hmm. have suspended the licenses of Al Jazeera and nine other satellite TV channels accusing them of fueling sectarian violence. Iraq's media commission said the stations broadcast clear calls for disorder and endorsed banned terrorist organizations. Al Jazeera said... He was astonished by the move. I mean, they're, they're a good uh, news organization. They're a very good news organization. Yeah, they're just straight up. They just report what's going on. Right. I agree. Yeah. yeah. It, I listen to them occasionally, and I find that is as good as BBC does a good job. There are international news agencies that are very, very good, and they're yeah. one of them. Just because they're not kissing the rectum of Al Jazeera, of, of uh, the government there in Iraq, well, and that, that the, should... the government gets all torqued about it. And that should be very encouraging. The United States government has had its issues, especially during the Bush administration with Al Jazeera. 
and and here we see another example of a of an, a government having uh, and that should say something about their reporting. Excellent. That we're having problems with it. Yeah, the yeah. governments have problems, and yeah. that's a good. That's thing. the idea. That's what reporting is supposed that's to right. be about. That's right. They're supposed that's to be agitated has, over. Has reporting. not been about. Yeah. Which just briefly brings me to the uh, the press corps luncheon dinner or whatever they had a week the correspondence ago. Correspondence dinner. Yeah. Okay. Where where they actually pretend to like each other, mm-hmm. and they increasingly do so. Yeah. Yeah. Obama puts out a. Uh, sad video with Steven Spielberg about how he's not really Obama, but Daniel Day-Lewis is President oh, I, Lincoln, and I didn't ha, 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 yeah, how sweet. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's uh, locking up whistleblowers, right. blowing up children in Iraq, yeah. and I, Spielberg's making pap for the masses. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I say, screw them. I'm with you. I, I'm, that's... Al Jazeera simply said, we cover all sides of the story in Iraq and have done so for many years. The fact that so many channels have been hit all at once suggests this is an indiscriminate decision. So that's that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, According to a new report, for more than a decade, tens of millions of dollars of American dollars packed into suitcases, backpacks, and on occasions or on occasion, depending on how you're looking at it, mm-hmm. plastic shopping bags have been dropped off every month or so at the offices of Afghanistan's president, courtesy. Our, yes. Yeah, courtesy of the Central Intelligence Agency. Ahmed Karsi. Yeah, yeah Ahmed Karsi. CIA. CIA's dropping lots of uh, booty over there. And apparently it's more than we thought. There's, there's uh, little evidence that the payments have brought any influence that the CIA thought. So what they're doing is yeah. dropping tens of millions of dollars at Carsey's doorstep, and we're getting nothing in return. We're getting worse than that. This yeah. is u- usually going to the warlords and, the, yeah. and his cronies, and it's also going to underwrite the drug trade. Yeah, and we're finding out, finding this out more and more. I mean, it's, it's not like oh, it's... Oh, come on. Well, the mainstream yeah. press is, is publishing stories about this more and more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, what and what's happened is what they found is that that the uh, the cash has actually fueled corruption yeah. over there in Afghanistan, uh, according to one American official. The biggest source of corruption in Afghanistan is the United States. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 we but, tried. But, we tried but, it in Iraq. We did. We we had the, the famous now should be famous story in Guatemala. More famous story than it is. Of the pallets of yeah. thousands and thousands of hundred dollar oh, bills, that was that, ridiculous during the war. Yeah, yeah, pallets shipped of over. Money. Yeah, shipped over. Literally to pallets. Yes, pallets of somewhere in the seven, eight, ten billion dollars worth of money that disappeared. Just, on, just disappeared. Gone. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knows what happened. This is documented. Yeah. This is not where. This is not Weekly Signals rambling on here. You can go ahead and uh, Google yep. Google it. Yes. Yeah, that's or, right, Mom. It's not us rambling. That's right. Yeah. Fatigued by years of austerity and swayed by promises of debt relief, Icelandic voters dumped the Social Democrats from power. They have Social Democrats over there. And apparently, you know, after I think it was five years, Mm -hmm. they're going back to a center-right government, the very government that ruled over its stunning financial collapse five years ago. So they brought back the guys that brought them the collapse. Uh, which doesn't bode well for any country, really. I guess that's human nature. 
Uh, they just wanted. They just some, want somebody to do something positive, and yeah. and you're casting about in hopes that that'll happen. I guess. I guess. Venezuelan okay. President Nicolas Maduro mm-hmm. uh, renewed a strategic alliance with Cuba, signing one billion dollars in cooperation agreements two weeks after his election to replace the late Hugo Chavez. Oh. An estimated forty thousand Cuban doctors, technicians, and advisors work in Venezuela which supplies Cuba with 130,000 barrels of oil a day. It's part of a 12-year-old relationship uh, that has closely bound together their leftist anti-U.S. governments. Yeah. Or so we say. So we say. They just bound together their governments. Right. We're crying out loud. Do you right, think right. we do business with Cuba? No. No. But... Do you think we'd really want to do business with Venezuela unless they uh, turn into, unless they, what? Elect a Pinochet. Yeah. Well, it makes it easier. See, this is the thing. People, oh, you hate the United States. You talk about all these horrible things they do. You know what it is to what me? Is it? Why is it? What is because, it? Because a totalitarian, repressive, however you want to characterize regimes, are much easier for business to deal with. They're yeah. consistent. They know right? business likes consistency. They like they like to know what they're getting into. And democracy is messy. So yeah. if you have a regime that is in total control of all the the state run economy, yeah. it's so much easier to deal with them if you're a major corporation than it is with the will of the people, which yeah. is could be at times uh, erratic. Not or, only, or, well, I wouldn't their, say it's any reckoning. more erratic than well, British petroleum. No, I, I said that wrong. I mean, yeah. it can be. It can work re- against the capitalist tendencies, yeah. the greedy capitalist right, exactly. tendencies. It's not just That's the capitalist right. tendencies. There's yeah. nothing wrong with capitalism if you're not greedy. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. President Evo Morales, this day and down in that part of the world, as yeah. President Bush once said, announced the expulsion of. USAID, that's the U.S. Agency for International Development from Bolivia, accusing the U.S. Agency of meddling in the country's internal affairs. The United States, of course, said, we don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. USAID has long been associated with... Go ahead. I'm sorry. We just said that Bolivia is being a bad boy here. They don't want good ties with Washington. That's why they said nasty things about us. But uh, meanwhile... uh, Evo Morales, on a May Day speech, or in a May Day speech, or during a May Day speech. Okay. You know, the leftist presidents of South America's poorest country. Well, yeah, he's a president of a country in South America that's probably suffering some amount from the fact that it's being squeezed by U.S. economic policies, Mm -hmm. but what do I know? Mm -mm. He said... Morales said that the U.S. Agency for Internal Development was in Bolivia for political purposes, not social ones. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. Of course they are. Hey, yeah, yeah. I think we talked about this last week, but let's visit Fukushima Dakai again. Okay. Yeah. Two years after the triple meltdown that grew into the second worst uh, nuclear disaster there, the plant is faced with a new crisis, a flood of highly radioactive wastewater that workers are struggling to contain. Yeah. The, uh, the groundwater is pouring into the plants, reactor buildings at a rate of almost 75 gallons a minute. 75 gallons a minute. That's... Radioactive water. It's becoming uh, highly contaminated there before being pumped out to keep from swamping a critical cooling system. 
So they got a cooling system. Well, it's it's fresh water that's yeah. coming in, becoming radioactive, and they yeah. have to get rid of it, so it's going out to sea. It's going out to sea, radioactified. Yeah. yeah. And that's that. Just wanted to keep you up to, to date on, on uh, radioactive stuff. Okay. Oh, what is it? Ah, for God's sakes. Hey! 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 Oh, What's he up? What's wrong with him today? I don't know. I don't know. He's upset because I interrupted him with the Pussy Riot report. Anything to do with cats. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. Hyundai Mm -hmm. retracted a TV advertisement by the firm InnoCN or InOcean or I I, I don't know how it's pronounced. Mm -hmm. Really, I looked it up. I tried to be right about this. InOcean. InOcean. Maybe that's it. I-N-N-O-Shin. Anyway, they uh, retracted a TV advertisement by this firm in which a man trying to kill himself with a car with car exhaust mm-hmm. is foiled by the iX35 models 100% water emissions. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, this just in. This just in. Hyundai is not appreciating our story. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, man. They do not. And they react quickly. That in yeah. ocean uh, is... Uh, Maybe it's, oh, it does say. Yeah. Learn pretty, how to pronounce things, Nathan. Yeah. yeah wow. Yeah. You call yourself a newsreader. Yeah. <laughs> I don't uh, call myself. Shit. I've never called myself okay, a newsreader. Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, I, you got any international? Yeah, I do a couple things. Cool. Uh, uh, one, this this just in. This just in. The emergency broadcast system can be very annoying. This this is going to drive you crazy. Emergency alert system, I should say. The United States is close to arming Syrian rebels. Although they really can't yeah. decide which ones they want to uh, arm because there's some nasty bad people on the rebel side. So the United States is really kind of up in the air as to how they're going to go about doing that. Mm-hmm. U.S. is deploying uh, – uh, has decided to deploy a small contingent of soldiers to Mali, which is in North Africa, a uh, right currently a uh, hot spot for al-Qaeda and in certain um, Islamic insurgents. Uh, so there's something to keep an eye on. The uh, genocide trial uh, for former President Efron Rios Mont oh, of yeah. Guatemala has been resumed, although the well, uh, although the case was thrown out initially, there are some real speculation. I think they planned on resuming, or they, you know, even though they were throwing out, they threw out some of the charges. Yes, but they were going to continue with the trial. But the but the guts of the case is gone now. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Last month was the deadliest month for a bombing in the city of Baghdad in over, I think, seven or eight, five or six years. Let me see this, get this right. Uh, yeah, something like five years, the bloodiest month in, in Iraq's history. Israel uh, um, committed an airstrike that killed uh, some Palestinians in the Gaza Strip last week. And, yeah. uh, and How many did it kill? Uh, it's, let's see. It, just, just, well, just one. Yeah, one. one killed was an airstrike, uh, wounded some others. And I mean, an airstrike. It's not like some soldiers stood on the, in, and cordoned off, uh, you know, a demonstration. An airstrike is fairly serious and may yeah, indicate some sort absolutely. of level of uh, intense uh, dispute there. And also, uh, uh, Mexican activists are calling for uh, the United States to curb the flow of guns into its country and also to rethink the war on drugs. Uh, just, I mean, this is a fairly serious group. We think the war on drugs. Yeah. So they're, yeah. Uh, well, they're, re- rethink drugs. Rethink drugs. Yeah. Uh, see, the, the, the uh, significance of that is uh, uh, President Obama will be in Mexico. I think he's either there now or will be in yeah. the next day or two. 
So. Yeah, he'll That's rethink it. it by putting more money into <laughs> trying to shut down California. <laughs> You know what? When, when, we, get, when we get to the domestic, I want, is called. Yeah, I'm sure you want to. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, commissaries. The collectives. Collectives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. By the way. Yes. You're listening to KUCI, yeah. 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI. Dot org. We're in the middle. Yeah. Right now. Right now. Of our exciting. Is this spring? Spring. It's our spring. Spring fun drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where. You have the opportunity mm-hmm. to not only get a wonderful premium for a $35 or more donation, mm-hmm. but have that rich, wholesome, warm, yes. rewarding feeling yes. in your gut. Yes. Knowing that you helped sustain a 41-year-old institution, 42-year-old institution, at one of America's finest universities mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and an institution that gives students a, an outlet mm-hmm. for the creative desires mm-hmm. rather than being pigeonholed and forced to make huh. unnecessary and yeah. R- polluting yeah. chemical yeah. detergents for Dow Chemical and Monsanto. <laughs> exactly. They can come here and actually enjoy yes. their lives yes. before they go off to... And, and Turn the I, world into a sinkhole. And I know that... That number again, 824-5824, that's 929-9498-824-5824. I know per, uh, personally that at least one student who has been here at KUCI took less drugs because of his involvement at KUCI than yeah, he would. Because we set such a, an example yes, for him. exactly. Yeah. He said, I'll never be yeah. able to take that many drugs. Yeah. I'm going to just gonna yeah. quit while I'm ahead. No, so, that's not true at all. I don't know true. why you always bring up drugs. No, no, because... It's because not it's, true. It has not, no, you know, I'm, you're missing. we are clean here yeah, at KUCI. Absolutely. But we have fun. Yeah. And, and um, there you go. So, so We're cleaner than the rest of the campus. So you call, walk down the campus in the middle of the, yeah. in the day and they're blowing those... Goddamn leaf blowers. That's true. Gas-powered leaf blowers. And yet they're so effing proud of the fact that you can't light up a cigarette anywhere on campus, but you can grow, you can blow pollens and dirt and mold and gasoline fumes everywhere. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's mm-hmm. really neat, mm-hmm. Chancellor Drake. Mm-hmm. Easy. He listens. Yeah, I know he listens. He does. I wish he'd take into account that, you know, that the university is... Uh, beholden to Monsanto when they go after people whose farms just had GMO seeds blow into them. Yeah. The, the, the University of California is aligned with Monsanto in suing those farmers. Yeah, that's right. And yet, congratulations, Chancellor Drake, we can't light up a cigarette in the park. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Okay. So that's why okay. you need to give money to KUCI. Keep us going. Yeah, keep us going so we can talk like that. Where else say, are you going to hear this? Yeah. About crying dimes. Okay. About the corruption of the established order. Boop, 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 boop. What is that? Uh-oh. What is that sound? Uh-oh. Oh, my God. That's a tough one. Want to get tough, Father? You want to tell him what you want? You want... What do you want? Do you want... Drones in the news? Is that what you want? Drones? Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. So, oh, yeah. So good. What a sweet boy. 
The lawyer who first drew up White House policy on lethal drone strikes has accused the Obama administration of overusing them because of its reluctance to capture prisoners that would otherwise have been sent to Guantanamo. In other words, he's saying instead of just sending them to prison now, we're just killing them. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's I, has been the policy. That was John Bellinger, who was responsible for drafting the legal framework for targeting drone killings while working for George Bush after 9-11. Yep. This government has decided, he said, that instead of detaining members of al-Qaeda at Guantanamo, they are going to kill them. Obama this week pledged to renew efforts to shut down the jail, but has previously struggled to overcome congressional opposition, in part due to U.S. disagreements over how to handle suspected terrorists and insurgents captured abroad. And so instead, kill them. I, again, I don't know if that's a, a direct correlation that you can make that they're killing is was the decision well, it's a correlation it's, you can make i don't know if it's if it's a plan right yeah. that's right so just to follow up on that thread yes the obama administration seems less interested in capturing people and bringing uh-huh. them here is that because it is the sort of the hassle factor of trial and all the detention and all that or is it because by sending them to guantanamo we're essentially providing another recruitment enhancing the recruitment tool that guantanamo is for people in 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 many parts of the world yeah so instead we kill civilians yeah, by using the, the same drone strikes yeah, which is also a recruitment tool yeah 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 and 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 by the way yeah. Uh, 86 of the 166 prisoners in Guantanamo have been cleared by the CIA, the DHS, the, by the every uh, law enforcement agency in the United States government that has purview over this have said 86 of them have 86%. no value whatsoever. They should have been released uh, a long ago. 86 yeah. out of 166. So just 86 to, prisoners out of 166. Okay. Are, have so, been cleared so for half release. half of the prisoners have been cleared for release. Cleared for release. Yeah. No doubt about it. Get them out of Cleared here. Cleared for release. Get out. And yet they sit there. And now they're in a hunger Man. strike. 122 of them are, yeah. are are on hunger strike. And most of them are in failing health. They're now being force-fed, which is another yeah. torture for these people. Well, they don't want to release them because it wouldn't be politically expedient. It wouldn't, it wouldn't look good for the Democrats if the Democratic president were to release yeah. pe- uh, what most people think are terrorists right. when, in fact, they aren't. And and that's just a complicated mess because the Bush administration put an awful lot of energy and time and PR into convincing us that everybody down there was had a bomb in their pocket. Yeah, everybody, yes. Hey. Also in drones in the news, the U.S. Navy is inaugurating its first squadron that mixes advanced unmanned drones with conventional aircraft. The Maritime Strike Squadron, nicknamed the Magicians. Ooh, Ooh yeah will be officially launched at the Naval Air Station North Island on Coronado near San Diego, right down the block. Oh, nice. We can go down there and watch them take off? Sure. They might hone in at uh, KUCI, (laughs) 88.9 FM, and take us out. If they see you and I on the hilltop with our iPhone, they may Uh zero in on us, too. Yeah, Yeah. Right here. Right here. (laughs) Along with eight manned helicopters, the squadron will include a number of unmanned helicopter drones known as mq 8 B Fire Scouts. That's sir. They're so cool. Those names are so cool. Fire Scouts. Fire Scout. Uh, yeah. That can track targets at sea or on land. I suppose you know this is a good thing if if your idea of good is blowing up things. Also in drones in the news, researchers at a Harvard robotics laboratory created a drone the size of a large fly. 
that can free, fly freely in the lab, though it still trails a power cord. <laughs> oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. I, I hope with that size of a bee, I don't think it's a big power cord. Oh, uh, the uh, transparent wings flap at 120 times per second, which simulates a, uh, a fly. Yeah. That's the whole, they just kind of looked at nature and... They look like a fly. And duplicated what was going on. So soon, I would say in the next 10 years, they'll have smaller ones that'll go right up your nose. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, oh, what's that? Ow. Yeah, and then then that's it. And they'll know there. everything. Then they're in there. Yeah. Also, I, in, go ahead. No, I just see, I can see a day when they will mass produce those, and they will be, the bad guys some, will be somewhere, and there'll be a swarm of these things flying at them. What are they going to yeah, do? They can't shoot them. They're, that's not going to work. Oh, that would be crazy. Oh, you know, just for, I don't know if I got this story, but uh, I don't think I did. But there, there is a company that is that uh, is making a device that recognizes the sound that these different drones make. Mm-hmm. And you can download the software, of course, as they get new sounds. Mm-hmm. And, th- and it's a highly sensitive uh, mic that will pick up the sound so you can be in an area and have this device and know I don't know know for certain if there's a drone there, but at least uh, come close to detecting when when drones are present. So every one of these things has a signature sound, so that's, that they'll that's be able to. That's what I'm to, saying, and you'll be able to pick that up. This wow. sets up a whole new kind of uh, techno war because you uh, know that the drone companies then will try to come up with a stealth drone. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Also in drones in the news, as Washington increases its reliance on drone warfare overseas, the National Association of Criminal Defense Lawyers is preparing a legal fight at home by setting up a database to protect Americans who could face charges thanks to drone surveillance. So this uh, lawyers group is setting up a, uh, an online database so you can see all the different uh, ramifications, arrests, Fantastic. and prosecutions well, of people in, uh, that have been... Uh, who have been droned. Yeah, who have been droned. Good one. Also in drones in the news. Mm-hmm. Thanks to a joint research project between the University of Maryland's... Let's slow down here. University of Maryland's Autonomous Vehicle Laboratory and Stanford's Biomimetics and Dexterous Manipulation Lab. I did not make up those names. Wow. Do you think they just sit there and... and I, I think what it is is a bureaucratic thing. But sometimes I think they must just sit there and make these words up. Although I think it's, when I say bureaucratic, it's like they have these words in front of them mm-hmm. and they think it's their cool words or at least, you know, a professor made up the word so they have to use his word in describing the lab that they work in. Right. They did some, yeah. uh, they did some testing, field testing. Stanford's and people like the, yeah. They Biomimetics like and Dexterous Manipulation Lab. Yeah, there is now a quad rotor that can cling to walls and land on ceilings. That's a quad rotor um, uh, drone. Making a drone that sticks to ceilings like a fly is an example of biomimicry. I, I, I'm, go, I'm going with biomimicry. I like that. Yeah. Just like the, uh, the story before with the fly-sized yeah. drone. It's based on a fly, 120 uh, wing flaps per second. Wow. Biomimicry, in this case, uh, is like a fly where they can actually stick to, to the ceiling. And you say, well, so what? But sticking to a ceiling, especially if you're going into an area that's been in an earthquake, would be a good observation point, mm-hmm, sticking mm-hmm. to anything up in the mm-hmm. air. And also, it gives them time to rest. Their uh, their fuel, whatever they're being powered by, isn't going to last forever. That's a good point. So they can go somewhere, yeah. stick on the ceiling, still run their cameras, mm-hmm. and then fly away and have enough energy left to... I wonder, wonder if they'll be able to develop drones that will, or will sort of suicide bombing drones, where they, they have, they're small, but they have an explosive device... Uh-huh. They fly up your nose and blow your head up. Well, they just sit there until, you know, somebody or something 
goes by them and they can see it, right? They're watching what's going on and then they just detonate themselves. They I, stick I, to your forehead and drill a hole right into your brain. So I don't know why they couldn't at this point. So. Yeah. Have any more drones? I don't. That's great okay. stuff. Well, then know. let's go to the U.S. of A. Okay, let's do that. We got lots. Oil from the BP oil spill mm -hmm. buried in sediments in the shallow waters of the Gulf of Mexico is triggering genetic reactions in the gills and livers of local populations of killfish. And that's a, a ubiquitous mm. prey. It's everywhere for marine species vital to the region's economy. And this is according to a, a new um, published research. These researchers link those genetic changes to cardiovascular problems, reproductive failures, and weakened and listless offspring. Now, the killfish is vital to the area because it's not only used as bait by fishermen, but it's the one that the bigger fish eat. It's the beginning of the chain, or not the beginning, but it's lower it's in the chain It's an intricate part of the yeah. food chain. So what we're doing is, uh, well, what BP did because of the oil spill is create a whole generation, if not many generations, of these fish that aren't going to live as long or be just mutated from the get-go and won't be as desirable as, as feed. Mm. The killfish may be signaling a critical weakness in the maritime food chain, according to the researchers. It's a canary in the coal mine. All of those fish we like to eat eat the killfish or the and killifish. It, and in addition to the oil, it's that the stuff that we sprayed Killy on the fish. oil to make it disappear, uh, the... Um what am I trying to say? We spray. Remember the spraying? They put the uh, ah, what's it called? When they they put it on the oil and it caused it to sink into the water. Slush. Eh, whatever. I can't think of the name of what they call it. it but anyway, uh, so that's probably it's a very toxic material. Yeah. And what happened was the oil, instead of being seen on the surface, sunk down yeah. several meters, and then well, this it went is, down into the sediment. And went down in the sediment, and this is what these fish are, yeah. and the, all the 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 life in the ocean is ingesting. And you know, what are those people? If the people can't see it at BP, what are they thinking? Is that what they're thinking? That's if exactly. People can't what, see it. Then, no, that's eh, not even, you know, that's not even uh, in dispute. They that's exactly what they were thinking. Well, or. You know, it'll keep it out of the public view for long enough for us to get a settlement with the U.S. That's, government. That's exactly, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It was a, more of a PR move in order, well, if they can see it on the surface, it's going to be bad. It's going to make it worse for us. Let's make it go away. Not let's, really, but let's make it disappear out of sight. And that, by the way, it's killifish, K-I-L-L-I, <sighs> fish. Killifish. President Obama nominated a former telecom industry lobbyist as the new chair of the Federal Communications Commission. Tom Wheeler is a former venture capitalist and Obama fundraiser who's also served long stints heading two powerful industry groups representing cable and Internet corporations. So that's who's going to be on the FCC. Which, you know, I mean, yeah. I guess that's good news for Time Warner. And, yes, it is. You know. Yes, yes, it is. Hey, hey, thank's to Sheldon Abbott, host of Cure for the Blues, what? Mondays, Who, 10 to noon, uh -huh. for alerting me. About this story, the Obama administration is seeking to block access to emergency contraception without prescription for women of all ages. They're going to block access. Well, you would think that the Obama administration, being the socialist, liberal, you know, life-hating, right. abortion-loving bastards that they are, yeah. would, would, would say that, uh, would do this exact thing, I guess. 
or not do the opposite of this. I don't know. I'm confused. Well, well let's, let's be clear. Go ahead. Continue well, with the story. Yeah. The There's day a... after the FDA announced it was approving the emergency contraceptive pill, Plan B, one step, for sale without prescription to women 15 and older, the Justice Department, that would be the Obama Justice mm-hmm, Department, mm-hmm. that would be Eric Holder. Right. The wor- maybe certainly one of the worst attorney generals of my lifetime. Yeah. And that's really saying something. Yeah. Because I've been around for Ed Meese and John Ashcroft. Yeah. And, well, he's, he's right in that category. He is. Not, yeah, not, for, not, for his, not for his kind of overtly devious actions, which I would say of Ed Meese and, and Ashcroft, but for his lack of action. Yeah. This is the most inactive failure for a for a for a uh, district i mean district attorney for an attorney general with so many things in front of him yeah. that i can never remember yeah the justice department moved to appeal that would be eric holder moved to appeal a federal judge's ordering that the morning after pill be made available over the counter without age restrictions yeah and uh, advocates for reproductive justice like you and me mike yeah say the obama administration's actions are based on getting democrats elected yeah. And that's this that's the, all it is. This is uh, the first time in history that an administration has essentially moved on something uh, after the scientific research um, was done uh, yeah. that said, give it to anyone. And, and yeah, who, it's OK. Who, it's OK. It's not based on it's it's only based on politics. That's yeah. that is right. And I. Oh, please, please, please uh, tell me. Thanks for that video about uh, you and Abe Lincoln and Daniel Day-Lewis, Obama. Yeah. That's, that's real cool. Yeah, that was such a cool thing. Yeah, wow. The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, or the EPA, as mm-hmm. we like to call them, mm-hmm. is weighing approval of a new pesticide, sulfoxiflor. Oh, nice. Yeah, which the EPA itself admits is very highly toxic to honeybees. Mm, yes. The EPA previously approved sulfoxiflor brought to us by uh, Dow Chemical for use on cotton. The agency is now poised to approve the pesticide for wider use. Sulfoxiflor is considered to be a fourth-generation neonicotinoid, the, ca- the class of insecticides implicated in colony collapse disorder right. because of the damage they do to bees' brains and immune systems. Right. Yeah. On uh, just on April 29th, just a few uh, days ago, the Europe, the Europe, you know, Mary, the, the Europe, Europe yeah. next yeah. to the Africa, mm-hmm. Europe passed the world's first continent-wide ban on widely used insecticides linked to bee deaths, including several neonicotinoids. And yet we here in the U.S. at our Environmental Protection Agency, yeah. this is the agency that supposedly is going to protect our environment, is now considering adding a an uh, insecticide to its uh, okay list that has been That's shown, shown known to kill yeah. bees. Yeah. By the way, I just heard this uh, yesterday that the bee population in the United States has been diminishing by one-third for the last three or four yeah. years. But every year, they are flying th- bees in from Australia to pollinate our crops. This is very serious yeah. because this, this is the very... The the heart and soul of many many of eating of eating crops that we eat on a regular basis. I'm just saying of eating of eating eating period in general. Yeah, you you want to die of starvation? Keep this thing going. Okay. Please tell me you're going to talk about so many. There's so many fun stories this week. Disgraced disgraced Pennsylvania Judge Mark Ciavarella. I remember him. Junior was sentenced to 28 years in prison. He was. Yes. For conspiring with private prisons to sentence juvenile offenders to maximum sentences for bribes and kickbacks, which totaled millions of dollars. 
In other words, he was sending juveniles to jail yeah. just so he would get kickbacks Thanks. from the companies who were building these private-funded jails. And, and thank God, they, you know, I mean, if they were going to put anyone to death, I'd say you'd put him to death. You know what? O over the Boston bombers, to tell you the truth, because they're just a bunch of losers who are idiots and, yeah. and mentally deranged. This guy was... Ruining the lives of thousands of kids. Thousands of kids, and he was very well aware profit, of what he was doing, and, and he profit. did it for nothing but greed. And I, I can't believe that there are that he's the only judge in the country who's filling up private uh, these private yeah. uh, prisons with, with folks. Um, and um, I... Maybe he is. I'm against, I'm against the death penalty. Maybe he However, is, but, yeah. if you're going to start, if you're going to use it, use it on a, uh, yeah. a piece of shite like this. Speaking of that, how about the Florida African American Florida kid who was arrested and expelled from the science experiment that went awry? She mixed oh, yeah? a couple of household chemicals together, a small bottle of water, causing a reaction that produced some smoke. No one was wounded. No damage occurred. Yeah. But police arrested this young 16-year-old girl. Yeah, and and she's now she faces she could well let me see make sure uh, she's been kicked out of school. Yeah, uh, she she's going to be tried as an adult. Yeah, for for a chemical experiment that just went a little wrong. It just no went one wrong. was hurt. No one was hurt. No property damage. Created. Yeah, and she's being charged with possession and discharge of a weapon on school property and discharging a destructive device. That sounds. I mean, that's come on. All right. Anyway, yeah. Just to she needs that. to be taken aside. Maybe put into a special class for a little while just to say, hey, you know, maybe, don't play with chemicals. Yeah, maybe we yeah. enroll her in, in an organic chemistry class yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. we take it from there. This is the problem with, with having police yeah. or a police state at school. Yeah. You know, you, you might say we need it because of the, you know, the killings that have been going on. But this, it's, it doesn't prevent those killings. And all it does is bring up situations like this okay. where we're putting... Okay, you, I good got, students. I in got. Jail. I got it before. I got to. Got to know what your reaction is. You going to talk about the rifle kid, the kid in the rifle, the kid in the rifle, the kid, the two-year-old uh, Kentucky kid yeah, who died after an accident. Five, two-year-old girl. Yeah, died after an accidental shooting by her five-year-old brother. The brother of Caroline Starks was playing with a twenty-two caliber single-shot cricket rifle he had been given as a gift. The children's mother was outside at the time and said she did not realize the gun had a shell in the chamber. The rifle is especially made for and marketed to kids under the brand name of My First Rifle. <laughs> My First Rifle. The website of its manufacturer, Pennsylvania-based Keystone Sporting Arms, which I went to the website the other day, and they shut down the My First Rifle end of it. Did they? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Shows photos of scores of children posing with the guns and saying the weapon is meant to instill safety in the minds of youth shooters. <laughs> well, you know. I, I understand. There's a culture down there, and it's a shame. What I, you know, and that's what happens in a culture like that. These things happen. Yeah. However, I don't like what drives me crazy is because the Senate doesn't have any balls. Yeah. They didn't pass just a simple gun control measure that would look a, into background checks, right. which a, wouldn't have prevented this from happening. A toothless. Yeah. They a, wouldn't even pass that. Now the National Rifle Association is gearing up for a real uh, attack on gun control because they know. That we don't have leaders in Congress. We just have a people, a bunch of people who who want to get donations from the NRA. There was, a, I think it was Alabama, might have been Mississippi, just passed a law that said none of the federal restrictions on guns, the laws that are by the feds, yeah, do not apply to this to their state. Yeah. That's how aggressive they're. They're yeah. actually they're just going the other way now. Yeah. They're just running full on. 
we're going to make sure no restrictions, no, you know, and just enforcing a constitutional crisis. This is what the civil effing war was fought over, was the state and the, and the feds who has primacy yeah. over certain areas of the law. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're back. Yeah. We're yeah. back to yeah. that. Uh, in Utah, a woman is facing charges under the state's so-called ag-gag law for filming a slaughterhouse from a public street. Amy Meyer is the first person in the country to face prosecution under the wave of state laws, which critics say are designed to muzzle-proof animal cruelty by criminalizing undercover filming of farms and slaughterhouses. Meyer in a, said in a statement, I'm shocked and disappointed that I'm being prosecuted simply for standing on public property property and documenting horrific animal abuse, yeah. while those who perpetrated these acts are free to continue maiming and killing animals. So she's going to jail for using a camera. Yeah. Several House Democrats called on Congress to recognize that climate change is hurting women more than men. That's interesting. Tell a resolution more. from uh, Representative Barbara Lee, uh, Democrat in California, and, dozen, and a dozen other Democrats say the results of climate change include drought and reduced agricultural in output, which can be particularly harmful to women. In other words, uh, food insecure women, women without food, uh, with limited socioeconomic resources, may be vulnerable to situations such as sex work, transactional sex, and early marriage that put them at risk for HIV, the STIs, and etc. In other words, they're saying that, you know, they're trying to point out that women are more affected. I don't know. Okay. I think we're all affected. I think we will all be affected, yeah. yes, when it comes. I mean, may, maybe a little bit more, but it's not time to talk about that. Mm-mm. Let's just, instead of talking about, you know, whether it's more, it's going to hurt women more or men more, let's just do something about it. <laughs> exactly. Controversy well, is I what, wasn't going to do anything about it until you brought that. Now, yeah, all now right, women, now, yeah, now gonna it's be more okay. Affected. Oh, okay. well, all right. I bet right, the women then. are thinking that, too. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. <laughs> you know, if, if if the oceans rise, it's going to hurt me, too. Maybe even more. Maybe even more. Uh, a controversy erupted around San Francisco's gay pride parade after its organizers reversed the decision to make the U.S. Army whistleblower Bradley Manning an honorary grand marshal. They were going to have Bradley Manning as the Grand Marshal at the Gay Pride Parade, but uh, I guess gay Republicans and military service members uh, members objected. Mm -hmm. And uh, a protest was held outside the San Francisco Pride Office to oppose the reversal earlier this week, referring to Manning's ongoing military trial. The demonstrators chanted... They say court-martial. We say grand marshal. There you go. I like that one. See, that's creative. That's why. Give it up for those... Protesters, Woo! that's good. I nice. like that. Nicely done. Nice rhyming there. Yeah. What? It's not even rhyming. Same Marshall. Marshall. Forensic analysis of a 17th century human ra- of human remains proved that survival cannibalism took place at Jamestown. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. We ate ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Our forefathers ate each other. Yeah. Well, we. I wonder if we taste like chicken. Yeah. This was just because you know they didn't have any uh, other meat handy. Eh, probably. If they'd been vegan, they wouldn't have to worry about this. They'd have probably died a lot sooner. And just uh, as an aside, Washington Wizards' not-so-great center, Jason Collins, became the first openly gay player of a major North American sports team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you it's know, good it's news. good. I mean, it's, it's good news. It's, it's, it's kind of a, you got another hero out there. Somebody stepping forward. 
And it is the first of the four major sports in America yeah. of a gay man to step out and say while he was playing. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I think it's very. Good. I'm glad that you saw that Kobe tweeted that it was a good thing too. Even though he did uh, call a, uh, you know, he yeah, used yeah, the yeah. word he yes. called somebody a faggot who wasn't playing up to par. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I guess that's just what you say in basketball. It's, you don't think about these things. Well, again, I mean, this is all part of the culture, this much very hyper-machismo ad- attitude and atmosphere yeah. that in professional sports, especially baseball, basketball, football, hockey. It's yeah. just a given. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Wow. But that was, yeah. Um, that's nuts. Uh, Colorado declared, uh, enacted uh, new law legalizing same-sex unions. Yeah. Um, There's so much going on. Yeah, that seems to really the sort of the wave is sweeping across the country in that regard. Yeah. Uh, the uh, recent studies show that the racial wealth gap in the United States has increased. The Urban Institute uh, said that uh, an average white family is six times wealthier than an average uh, African American or Latino family yeah. from 2010. It's one of those things with uh, yeah. came along with the Great Recession that uh, people got poor. And it's a great con, is what it was. Great con. All right. And finally, and finally, and finally, and finally, in Sweden, outside the Stockholm Center for Eating Disorders, mm-hmm. I repeat, the Stockholm Center for Eating Disorders, young women were being approached by model agency Talent Scouts. 